We are catching John Millay today at the XL Energy Center. We are talking to him during a break. The only time I don't want to hear pep bands is while we're trying to record. I love pep bands. Uh, and John already told me that he's up there in the press box, that Dave Wright is is doing the announcing as always, as it should be. So, John, set the scene for me. Yeah, Jim, I'm up in the press box at the XL Center. I'm looking at one, two, about five other people in the press box. We're between sessions at the Girls State Hockey Tournament. Uh, we're talking Thursday late afternoon. We finished the first two AA state quarterfinals. We'll have two more tonight. Semifinals in A and AA Friday, championship game Saturday. So we're uh, we're off and running. I was thinking, I think it was about a year ago, was during one of these tournaments at the X, we had a big-time Minnesota blizzard. And I ended up scrambling and finding a hotel room down here because there was just no way I was going to drive it. I don't live that far away. It's about 25 minutes on a day like today when it's 50 degrees. And boy, the, the worm can really turn, you know, I just, and, and that's happened numerous times in all the years I've been doing this. This time of year, I'm at the XL Center or the Target Center or the U of M and you're watching the weather. Should I get a hotel room? Should I drive home? Not the case this year, which is great. But yeah, the arena is empty. The ice is being uh, scraped. The uh, arena is being cleaned. We'll have uh, more games here in about three hours. It's three o'clock Thursday right now. We'll start the evening session at six and keep on rolling. Excellent. And you just also reminded me of not exactly a prep topic, but close enough for what the way we do the show. Uh, how about Jesse Diggins bringing the oh. Skiing World Cup to Theater Worth Park in Minneapolis? Yeah. First first World Cup in America in like 23 years. Then she ends up on the podium and ends up being a great event. Yeah. And guess what? The one real snowfall we had set up the tournament. That, that World Cup ski event perfectly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there were. I, I, it would have been held anyway. They were. They were prepared. They were. They would find a snow, way. But boy, yes. that that few inches we got right before the weekend. And yeah, she's a former high school state champion, and and has just been a great ambassador for her sport. A great Minnesota athlete. And, and you and Rachel Blount, Blount from the Star Tribune did just. I bet you guys had so much fun covering that event. I know you did. I know Rachel's so great at that. She knows all these Olympic athletes. She's written about Jesse a lot. What was that experience like for you, Jim? Because we don't normally cover things like that around here. No, no, we really don't. And, you know, the times I have covered that sport, it's been in a European country or someplace really cold, uh, you know, set up for all that near the Alps or whatever. And uh, this was – it was kind of weird. It was – it was strange in a great way. I mean, Theater Worth Park. I've been to Theater Worth Park. I've been to pretty much all the parks in the Minneapolis Park Board uh, collection. They're all, that's one of the great things about living here is we have fantastic parks. They're big, they're beautiful, they're accessible. Uh, they have great bodies of water. And to just go to a local park and have a World Cup event being held there and then to have it play out the way. I mean, it would have been a great event if Jesse Diggins had finished 42nd and if American male hadn't come close to the podium. Instead, an American male man wins uh, gold. Jesse puts on a, a wild finish to get on the podium to wrap up the event. Uh, and on top of that, all the international stars in that sport were raving about Minneapolis, the park, the course, the fans. The fans were very knowledgeable. They were intense. It was a great experience. Sure looked like it. I wish I could have gotten down there. I was tied up, but 
Yeah, what a great thing. We're going to see more of those kind of events back here, I think, especially. And you can just tell by the coverage. Uh, Jesse was so proud because she worked hard for this. this. Yes. She was the impetus behind this. Yes. And when you're the you know, caliber of athlete she is on the international stage, she's got some pull. People listen to her. And congrats to her just for, for really getting this thing over the finish line and, and the way she crossed the finish line. What a, what a great celebration it was. And, you know, this, this part of the country, just look at the lakes and parks and the Twin Cities. It is amazing. I don't know if people around the country who maybe come in for a Super Bowl or a Final Four or whatever have any sense of what, what that's like. But it's really, it's really something. It is. So uh, great stuff. And now let's get on to uh, the main part of the show. This is Preps Today with John Millay. Uh, you know the drill. Uh, we want you to go up to Pizza Barn in Princeton and eat a pizza uh, or, or you know, patronize their food trucks. Uh, pizza Barn in Princeton has been great to us. We love the place. Jody State does a great job up there. If you're ever up in the northwest quadrant of the Twin Cities, you are not far away from the Pizza Barn in Princeton. We highly recommend it. Also want to thank Propane, propane.com. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. And check out talknorth.com for all of our other shows. Great sports lineup. Just We've had added Don Mitchell. Now we've added Kevin Gorg. He's going to do a special show, Wooden Sticks, on hockey, hockey culture, and everything else. Uh, we keep growing the thing. John was one of the original uh, podcasters for us. He's done incredible work. And now let's get to his first topic of the day, Back in the Saddle. Sir, Jim, uh, last week uh, I was reporting from the Phoenix area where my wife and I were getting some R&R back home safe, back in the tournament swing. Um, You you travel a lot. I travel a lot. I don't know what it is. I come home even from just a couple of days. I'm exhausted. Oh, no doubt. You know, three-hour flight from Phoenix. You know, we flew Delta. It was fantastic. No delays. We, you know, and we got home last Thursday night. It was midnight when we landed. That was, we took a late flight and, you know, you get home about one o'clock in the morning. And I thought, and we didn't do anything in Phoenix. We didn't do anything taxing. We went to restaurants, you know, we went, hung around with our son and his girlfriend and just sat in the sun. Boy, I, you'd think I'd been running a marathon by the, by Friday morning when I woke up, I was just exhausted, but. But got back, and by Saturday, I was back in the tournament swing. I was able to make it to Target Center for the second day of the state dance tournament. That was fun. Got me right back, uh, you know, in the right headspace. So with that, uh, state tournaments are indeed going strong, and I'm here at the X. We're focused this week on two girls' tournaments, the, the hockey tournament here at the X. And right down the hall at Roy Wilkins Auditorium, Friday and Saturday, we'll have the state gymnastics tournament which is always fun, very convenient for a guy like me. I can take the elevator down from the X, go down to the concourse, walk down a hallway, and I'm at the state gymnastics tournament. They're not doing it for me, but I'm sure grateful for that. Uh, next, next week, we'll be back here at the X for state wrestling, and also next week, the boys' state swim meet will be held at the U of M. And then in the, in the weeks after that, uh, we'll have three weeks here at the X because this week is girls' hockey. Next week is wrestling, and the week after that is boys hockey. That'll be followed by the girls and boys state basketball tournaments. If everything goes according to plan, by March 23rd, we will wrap up the winter sports season. And uh, I'm not looking that far down the road. I'm taking it a day at a time. 
and it really is it really is uh, fun to be here for these events. Yeah, and we appreciate you doing. And it, listen, sound for our listeners, our regular listeners, sound quality at when we do a remote like this is probably not going to be perfect. Bear with us. Most of the shows yeah. sound good. Uh, there's going to be some background noise, but the content yeah. is great. And just just uh, bear with us. Uh, let's move on. I, to, let's move I on. Could ho- I could holler at the two guys driving the Zambonis. You should down on the ice. They'll be done shortly. They're pretty efficient. So just, yeah, let's. Uh, Let's move on. I've got some theater news yes. to report. Uh, you know, people who are familiar with the Minnesota State High School League, we're involved with more than sports. We're very proud of all the fine arts we're involved in. And for an old sports writer like me, it's really fun to get into some of those areas. I wrote a John's Journal story this week about Jessica Chipman. She's a theater director at Alexandria High School. She's been honored with the National award from the National Federation of State High School Associations, their their Theater Educator Award. Really fun to talk to her. She's from Iowa, like me. Go figure. There's Iowans up here in Minnesota. Uh, But people like Jessica, they just do so many great things for their students, all these fine arts people, never, ever with enough recognition. So it's awesome to shine a light on Jessica and all the folks around the state involved with uh, fine arts on the high school level. Excellent. Uh, I'm intrigued by the next, the title of the next segment here, Non-Controversial Controversies. <laughs> Non-Controversial Controversies. We've had a, a couple of dust-ups. Uh, one involved the seating for the Class AA girls hockey tournament. There was a story in the Star Tribune. Some of the coaches, uh, I don't know why anybody would get worked up about this. They were uh, the coach from Minnetonka. It's a great hockey team. Tracy Cassano does a great job. Uh, she was quoted as, as not being pleased with how it played out. And the way we do seating right now for hockey, the, the coaches of the eight teams who qualify, they get on their computers, they electronically seed the teams, and the one through five teams are identified. Six, seven, and eight are not identified as six, seven, and eight. And number four will play number five in the first round, and then one, two, three, their opponents will be determined by a blind draw from the six, seven, eight. And I guess Minnetonka is seated number one, I believe. If we look at their number one, they're playing Maple Grove, which apparently is, they're not seated. They're not seated in the top five, but I think Tracy was upset that she views Maple Grove as, as the sixth best team here. And, and in a perfect world, number one would play number eight, I, I guess, but, um, you know, those match, like I said, it's, it's the coaches seat them. There's a blind draw, um, but this is probably not going to happen again. Already in volleyball, uh, the next volleyball tournament in the fall, the change has been made there. All It'll be seating one through eight. The dominoes are falling. That's going to be the case in every sport that, that seeds. Instead of one through five and a blind draw, it's going to be one through eight. So in the next year or two, that's going to be standard, which to me is the way to go. So let's stay calm. Let's let's play the games out and just have fun. Yeah, the other the, the other non-controversial controversy, Jim, involves dance. And I, I got to make a correction. Uh, something I said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about the state dance tournament and a little outcry about allowing photographers to be credentialed at that event. I made a mistake. I said cameras were allowed in the stands. They're not. And I apologize for that. I got some bad information. The high school league did add extra staff photographers to state dance this year and entire photo galleries from every performance are available on the MSHSO website. 
And I got to say, the reaction to those photos has really been neat. Uh, private messages to the MSHSL Facebook page been very positive. Once people saw those photos, I think everybody just took just exhaled and said, "Hey, these are good." And anybody can you can purchase those as many as you want. You can get digital photos. I think you can get actual printed photos. And even though I I played no role in any of this other than spouting some bad information. I, I've received, you know, messages, private messages from people just saying thank you for the, for the photography work. It really, it really made everybody happy. So it's, uh, and, and and the standard, the standard in state tournaments on the high school level, we hire professional photographers to shoot championship level events, championship games, and for dance, uh, everything in the preliminaries and the championship round was photographed. So every team that was there. Has has a gallery of photos and it it really went over well. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad people are happy about that. That's excellent. All right, up ahead in the show, we're going to thank a coach. We're going to thank a ref. We're going to get to John's most valuable teammate. Three great staples of this show. First, though, John, tell us about Pizza Barn in Princeton. Yeah, our friend Jody Stay, like you said, Jim, they're, they're doing so many great things, and there's a lot happening right now in, at the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton. Let's start with the food trucks. They've got two of them from the pizza bar, and they're fantastic. This great weather means they are out. They're serving pizza on wheels. So if you're listening to this on Friday, January 23rd, you're in the area of Malacca. Go to the Malacca County Sheriff's Office from 11 to 1.30. There's going to be a food truck there. And if you're in Mora between 4 and 9, there will be a food truck at Beer Club Brewery offering all that great pizza from the pizza barn. And uh, Lent is here, and so there's a lot of great fish specials at the Pizza Barn Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. They're offering their beer-battered cod filet sandwich, and every day, all day, every day, they're serving their beer-battered cod filet basket. Both come with waffle fries and house-made seasoned sour cream or tater topper, and you can also get Chef Shorty's house-made tartar sauce, which is outstanding. So once again, let's thank Jody Stay and everybody at the Pizza Barn in Princeton. Yes, thank you, Jody. Also want to let you know we need to lower our carbon footprint, need reliable and affordable energy, and a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid and is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of that grid. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane, which is compatible with traditional propane. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives to safely provide energy reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. Once again, we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studios, and it is time to thank a ref. Yeah, let's uh, let's thank a couple of coaches, then we'll thank a ref here. Oh, I, yep, um, I got the order yep. out of out of way. Thank, we're thanking everybody, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, big announcement this week from Mayor Lutheran High School, Dean Arik, who's been the football coach for 36 years, is stepping down from that job. They've had a really good run of football there, state tournaments multiple times. Dean also coached track and field at Mayor Lutheran for 30 years. Congrats and thank you to him. And a guy named Phil Furk, who coached girls basketball teams at St. Louis Park to two state titles and five state tournament appearances in just six seasons. He died recently at age 83. Phil also was a teacher in the St. Louis Park system for 30 years. I did not know Phil. I certainly knew his name because I know a lot of people who, who grew up with Phil or, or had him as a teacher or a coach. And everybody thought the world of, of Phil Furk. 
Uh, so uh, uh, condolences to his family and everybody who knew him. Uh, thanks for that, John. All right, now yeah. let us uh, move on to thank a ref. Yeah, we talk all the time about needing more officials. And, you know, as these veteran officials step down, there are slots available for sure. And I want to honor John Bomback from Eden Prairie. He has wrapped up a lengthy career as a basketball official. He worked his final game, I think, last week. After 52 years as a high school basketball official, that's amazing. Wow. And someone like that, you know, they've earned the right to walk away proud of everything they've done for kids over those five-plus decades. Thank you, John, for everything you've done. And, and again, that's a reminder if uh, anybody's interested in officiating any sport, anything the high school league does, there are, there are games waiting for you, and you'll make some money. You'll make some great friends, great relationships, and uh, we definitely need a ref, and we love to thank a ref. So thanks. Thank you, John Bombeck from Eden Prairie, for everything you've done. Yes, thank you, John. We appreciate it. All right, another great staple of this show John's most valuable teammate. Yeah, we like to do this every week, honoring kids who go above and beyond. It's not the most valuable player; it's the most valuable teammate. This week, we honor. I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce Logan's last name. Logan Duangdi is a junior wrestler at Rochester Century, who's a true inspiration to his teammates and his coaches. He's battled through tough times with heart and determination. Logan shows quiet leadership through hard work, dedication, and, and willingness to make sacrifices for his team. He helps out at every turn, whether it's fundraising, cleaning the mats, uh, giving rides to younger teammates. They're lucky to have him as a role model on and off the mat. Congrats to Logan Wongdi of Rochester Century on being a most valuable teammate. Excellent. Uh, great stuff as always, John. Enjoy the tournament. Enjoy the X. Uh, and leave me a pretzel. Uh, no guarantees, or, uh, <laughs> no, no promises. We'll see what we can do. All righty. Hey, thank you, John. Thanks to everyone who listens. Thanks to our sponsors. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week.